You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, and Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager 2023, and also several years before that. With me from Brenthurst Wealth is Marie Smith. Now, Marie, this, let's have a hypothetical situation here. You're sitting down. There's a person who hasn't invested before, but has got a decent job and wants to start the investment journey. And it's chosen, this mm-hmm. person has chosen a Brentos world. So you sit down. It's quite daunting for people, isn't it? Because there are various investment options that present themselves. It's, so it's, it's probably quite difficult to know where to, where to start. How do you approach this problem? Yes, hi, Lindsay. Um, it is sometimes a very daunting thing for investors, especially if they don't have any prior knowledge or experience with investments, to know where to start. So that's why I thought, okay, maybe today we can focus a bit more on like the average person. (laughs) Like, How do you start investments? What do you look for? What type of risk and return? How do you uh, determine what is best for you. So investing, yeah, it is. it can be difficult and there are a lot of options available and each option has its own pros and cons. In financial terms, that is risk and return. Yes. So I'll quickly want to go through some of the most relevant options yes, that's please. available. Thank you. Yeah, so first I can say savings accounts, fixed deposits or money market investments. Those like the vanilla flavor investments that are available because they're safe, they're straightforward, and you earn a bit of interest. And they are usually appropriate for conservative investors or someone looking for something short term, someone that knows, okay, but I'm going to use this money to buy a house in two years. Then you don't want to take too much risk with your investment. So that's an easy, just go for the safe option. You're not going to get amazing returns. The returns are usually lower compared to investments that you hold over the long term. But that's not the point. The point is to make sure that it stays safe and um, it's available when you need it. Then the other side of the coin is stocks. So stocks, they're more exotic. Investing in stocks, they mean buying a piece of a company. So they do offer higher potential returns but they come with a higher risk as as well because the value can go up and down significantly um, in a short period of time. So that's why it's not appropriate for somebody who wants to only keep it for the short term. These investments should typically be held for at least five years and preferably actually longer. Other options you have are bonds. Now, bonds, a lot of people... Uh, aren't aware of what they what they are when I talk to investors and it sounds like something foreign to them. They think I'm talking about giving them a house loan. But it's actually bonds are issued by governments or companies promising to pay you back with interest. So you And they're also considered the to be quite safe, aren't you? You talked about uh, cash and, and yes. fixed things like money market investments, etc. So bonds are also yeah. if, if they're good quality bonds, of course, they're considered to, to yes. be safe havens. And the bond market has been sharply yeah. in focus recently because yields have been rising and there's an inverse relationship mm. between 
yields rising and bond prices are falling. But from what I'm gathering, yes. uh, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt your flow for a bit, Maurice. From what I'm gathering yes, is that you've got to sit down with that. So let's, set, let's say it's a person who's got a lot of foresight and is 30 years old and comes to sit with you. You have got to ask them what their goals are. You've got to ask them how, what sort of risk profile they have. Some people will be terribly conservative and say, no, I'm very happy by getting inflation plus 3% or something, or maybe even plus, plus 2%, whatever it is, by using conservative ways of investing. Other people might say, yeah, I want a basis of conservative investments, but I also want to be in the stock market or in cryptocurrencies or whatever it is. Is that part of your process? Yes, no, it definitely is. It's important to know what the client actually wants to do with the funds in the end of the day and what are the goals um, and what do you need to reach and also make sure that they are attainable. Sometimes clients are a bit over greedy (laughs) with what they think they can get in the market and then you need to bring them a bit down to earth. But um, just educating them a lot about investments and what's available and what you should look at and definitely Uh, You need to consider your risk tolerance and how that would influence your investment decisions. So it is a very general discussion, usually the first time, if you would meet with a 30-year-old needing investment advice to touch all the bases and making sure, okay, you start at the right point to also make sure that the investments that you start off with, the structures and the portfolio, is also tax-efficient structures that they can keep for the long term starting off in the right structures as well as in structures that are providing that return that they require for whatever they need their needs would be um, even if it's investing for a house deposit or for retirement you need to determine the difference between what you are saving towards yes let's assume that in an ideal world the person who is 30 years old has had a job for a year or so and is confident he or she is going to keep that job and wants to, as I said earlier on, start the investment journey with Brentos Wealth. Now, typically, and no one's the same, you can't just have, as they say, a cookie cutter approach to this, but you've got to, you must have some sort of ideal in your mind. You say, right, you're 30, you're earning uh, X amount per month. Therefore, I would say X percentage in equities, the rest in money market or cash or whatever, one of those safe and liquid investments so you can get out in and out quickly should you need to. What what would be the normal asset allocation of a typical portfolio? For a 30-year-old. Yeah, for a (laughs) 30-year-old who's, you know, wants he or she are sensible people. And um, but, but, but wants a little bit of risk, um, you know, so to, to participate in the upside that they keep on hearing about yeah. on podcasts and, and all sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. Is there a typical allocation? Well, generally for someone that's younger, I would recommend if they can handle the risk, they have the risk tolerance for it, to go into more equity-focused investments. Um, So the general thinking is, okay, you're young, you've got a lot of time to move with the market, to recover if there's a fall in the markets and to get that long-term growth on your portfolio to see it actually play out. So then I would generally say, okay, for funds that you're looking to invest for that long-term investment horizon, look at the maximum equity exposure and also looking at the maximum equity exposure that you you can take offshore. Because with the Rand dollar exchange rate, 
which is very volatile as well, but also depreciating over time. You want to make sure that you're also protecting your money against the depreciating rand um, and protecting it in a global wealth sense. So yes, it is very risky to to invest in such a manner. But like I said, for somebody that's young, they can afford to take it. Um, they should just know what is involved. And if there is a fluctuation in the market and everything drops, they shouldn't be racing to withdraw their funds. They should be able to stick it out. Okay, so what you're really saying is uh, the, the, the younger you are, the more propensity you have to take on risk. As yes. you get a little bit older, people tend to be more conservative. Now, even when you've got a financial advisor, you are being bombarded with information from all sorts of different media. And people do make mistakes. What mistakes must we try to avoid, Maurice? So, yeah, investing, it's a journey. And with any journey, there is challenges that will pop up. And a few common mistakes that I would advise to stay clear from. The top one for me is chasing performance. So it's always very tempting to invest in the hottest stock or sectors that everybody has been talking about or investing like in a fund that it's just had its best year ever and beat all its competitors. Like it looks amazing today, but remember that past performance isn't a guarantee of future re returns. So you should always diversify your investments to manage this risk better and make sure that you have that long-term view. You won't be able to invest in the top performer year after year. That's just not possible. And if you can do it, great. That was just luck. <laughs> but otherwise, it's very, it's not very likely that you will be in the top performer every year. So you need to stick out with your chosen strategy um, to see the long-term results play out. And something, um, a quote from Warren Buffett that I always say to clients when I talk about this chasing performance is it's important to, to remember his wise words. And he said, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. So that is the sell low, buy high trap. You should prevent that as far as possible. So that's my top one. And yeah, something that goes hand in hand with that is impatience. You need, your investments need time to grow. Just like if you plant a seed, it needs time to flourish, to bloom. Yes. So don't be quick to pull out your money at the first sight of a downturn. And um, this is a very common mistake that investors make time and time again. They always believe that this time it's different. This time nothing will recover and I need to get out. But market, market history has taught us that although it won't play out exactly the same each time, yes, it may take longer or shorter to recover than previous downturns, but eventually a well-structured portfolio that invests in quality stocks will recover and provide cash-beating returns over time. Those two are very important for me because I see it time and time again every time there's a bit of fluctuation in the market. Yes. There's one word we haven't used during this whole podcast, and it's terribly important, and we'll end on this, uh, Maurice, and that is diversification, whether you're 30 or 60, to have a diversified portfolio in whatever percentages between each asset class, it doesn't matter, but diversification is the key. And I think we should leave it on that note. Thank you very much for your advice, Maurice. That's Maurice Smith from Thanks, Brentos yeah. Wealth. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.